When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's scary, though, is when I look at the other ones that are blue of the swing states, the differences are smaller. Like literally, Wisconsin is 21,000 people. Yeah. Right? So that's, I mean, that's like almost nobody. (laughs) Not that those 21,000 people don't matter, but it's like, that's not. But do those 21,000 people matter more than all the people that voted? Welcome to Modern Minorities. This is the show about work and life, told through the lens of what makes each of us different. I'm Sharon Lee Tony, a Chinese-American girl born and raised in New York City. And I'm Raman Segal, an Indian-American boy who came from Alabama with a banjo on my knee. Through conversations with some really interesting people, we uncover the stories, perspectives, and often unspoken truths about how our guests uniquely experience the world. It doesn't matter where you're from, the color of your skin, or who you love. We're all minorities somehow, but we're no one's model minority. This is a show about all of you, for all of us. Hi, Sharon. Hey, Roman. So it's the day after, November the 4th. It's been a long night. I didn't really sleep much last night, did you? I kind of did. I mean, look, as of this recording, what is it, 3.30 Eastern? Mm-hmm. On Thursday, we still don't know who won. We can talk numbers later, but that's not what this podcast is about. I did sleep. You know, Sharon, last night I I had a virtual beer with a friend where we talked mm-hmm. about some stuff we were overdue to talk about, and we kept checking numbers, and it kept coming back. But then my wife and I watched The West Wing. I read a comic book for my other podcast, and I went to bed, but I plugged my phone in by the bed. I never take my bed, my phone upstairs, and because I thought every time I wake up, maybe I'll check, you know, Google News just for the numbers. Right. And I didn't. Every time I got up last night, I was like, no, I'm going back to bed. No, wow. I'm going back to bed. It was hard. And I got up this morning and I looked and I've been obsessively looking every 30 minutes and redoing the math in my head because Google, I'm not trying to look at news sites. I'm not listening to the radio or yeah. watching TV. Yeah. I'm just hitting, you know, go to Google, type in election and they have a really nice UX on yep. the electoral numbers. That's what and, I was watching all night long too. Yeah. I don't know. So you didn't sleep. You were you looking at it? No, you've got you've got a lot more discipline than I do. So I, when did I start looking? I started really looking probably around seven or eight p.m. Pacific. Mm. So at that point, you know, East Coast results were already pretty much in, mm. and I watched it with my kids. I made I, I made them promise me that if I let them play video games for some period of time, that they would sit down and watch the election. You would let your me. kids watch this one. Well, I just, and this is what I'm saying. Like, I, I think I was super optimistic going. Oh my in. God. You're in like 2016. Mode. I What's really, wrong with you? I felt like last night I was like, how could I just literally think the same thing? Like that something different was going to happen. But yeah, so I let them watch it with me, but it was a good conversation because they sort of, they're voting in their school for the library mascot. <laughs> so right now it's. The current the incumbent is Mo Willems Pigeon, okay, who I love. Right, he's great. Yeah, yeah. And then the the his 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 competition is Harry Potter. So it's the Pigeon versus Harry Potter, 
And each son wants someone different. So like one of them wants the pigeon to win and the other one wants Harry Potter to win. <laughs> and so it was kind of like just a fun, like, so they understand that perspective and, yeah. and the blue, the blue and the red color stuff. Like they, they don't really understand Democrat versus Republican, yeah. but they understood that there was different parties. And I think at the time, Arizona's results were just starting to roll in and we, we had just left. We went to Sedona last weekend. So like a lot of it was just very relevant to things that they could grasp. And I just thought it'd be a nice teaching moment. And it was still kind of early. So the there was a bigger spread at that moment. And Biden definitely had a lot more electoral votes, even though the popular votes were kind of even. So that's when it started. Like that's when I started. And I kind of like, I, I sort of like ignored it for a few hours after that and then went to bed about 10.30 p.m. my time. So at that point, it's like, what, 1.30 a.m.? on the East coast. Yeah. And I checked again at that moment and the numbers were just so much closer because at that point, like a lot of the swings, I think Texas had maybe run it like come yeah. in at that time or something. No, last night when I just watched Florida bouncing back and forth and, you know, percent reporting, I was just like, I can't do this. I, I, the anxiety of every 10 minutes, <laughs> which is lot. where I, I just, I was like, I was creating forcing functions. I was like, I'm going to have a beer with my friend, right? Virtually. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to watch and again, you would think West Wing, oh my God, how can you watch something like that? But it's, it's, we've been watching it, working our way through it for a couple months now. Right. And I have a comic book I have to read for this other podcast. So I was like, I'm going to distract myself and run the clock out on my brain. Yeah. And go to bed. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. I've been trying to stay busy with the work today, but you know, it's funny. I, a bunch of, I went for a, a social distance walk with a friend, another friend who I do some walks with, both entrepreneurs, right? He couldn't go for a walk when I was free and he called me. He's like, I'm going for a walk right now. So I figured I'd just talk to you, check in. And our friend Rajiv was texting me and everyone was like, let's talk. And I'm like, I can. And, oh, and the <laughs> other founder that I'm working with, our, our 9 a.m. stand-up this morning, we had to talk through some stuff and it, it yeah. came back to like even her feelings on it. Uh, and she's going to be a guest on this show at some point. Uh, we've already recorded the episode, Nicole. But I was like, I kind of need to say, one, do I need to save all my thoughts for talking to Sharon? Or am I forming <laughs> my thoughts for what I'm going to say on right. this podcast? It was. I did feel like I was... Because at that point, my, my husband had gone to bed, mm -hmm. but I felt like I was alone. Like I wanted to share and I wanted to to just like talk to someone about it. And I went into Twitter and there wasn't, I mean, you know, Twitter's just Twitter. So there, I didn't really get much value out of that, but I can see why everyone was contacting you. I'm su I, I, yeah, I'm surprised I didn't text you too, to be like, can we talk? I need someone <laughs> to talk to. <laughs> I'm, I'm a uh, classic Roman. I'm in a pretty dark place. I'm very... Carl, I think you might remember Carl, mm -hmm. one of our first guests, who yep. I think is one of the best people in the world. He was working at the polls last night in Ohio. And last night, before I sat down for my virtual drink with Ryan, who's also been on the show, my Quarantine Comics co-host, I poured a glass of whiskey. I went to the basement, sat it next to my laptop, and I took a picture of it. And I just texted the picture of my whiskey next to my laptop next to a bunch of friends. And I shouldn't have done that because... I got a lot of responses on how people are struggling right now to process what was going on. And yeah, I was so surprised some of the anger I heard because, and, and I, I wasn't angry yet. I am now. How is this so close? This mm -hmm. is stupid. Yeah. In tw 2004, I think when we were talking to Rajiv on the last episode, it was like in 2004 when it was Bush carry, Bush had bungled us into a war. I was like, and you had this other effectively purple heart war hero running how is this a contest? Right. And 2016, I didn't accept it, but I understood it. 
because of all the grievances of whatever. But it's like there's a fucking pandemic and the mismanagement of the pandemic has caused people to die. And to me, it's just such an obvious solution. It's going to be a landslide. It has to be how we're voting against the aliens in Independence Day. And (laughs) I, dude, if the aliens landed today, there would be two realities. And that's what's frustrating. And so I was talking to my wife this morning. Yeah, there are two realities. And I like to think I'm grounded in reality and the rest of America is not. But I think I'm the one that's out of touch with reality. I'm starting to think I'm the one who just doesn't get, I assume that rational heads would be like, there's a pandemic going on and the mismanagement is causing more than a thousand people to die every day. And it's not even our country versus other countries handling it. My my parents are from Alabama. They live there. Uh, The governor's Republican. And she's making some really unpopular decisions about mask mandates and businesses staying closed. And I don't know the specifics, but it's working. And so even in this country where Republicans, some Republicans are making the right choice, people are, I I just don't understand it. And like, what am I missing, Sharon? Yeah, I don't know. I had the same feeling too, especially, especially when I got the question from my kids, which was, mommy, why are so many states red? And I looked at the map and I was like, they really are. I mean, I I think, I don't know, 2016 happened and it didn't, That it sort of, I, I felt like that was just an accident or a mistake or like not enough people showed up to the polls or all of these other things that we've been telling ourselves. But if you look at the map right now, it really is very red. And there's a whole, I, I get it. Like I know the whole electoral co- college thing is yeah, winner take all population yeah, and yeah, yeah. like winner take all and, and stuff. But when you really look at it, I mean, the number of blue states, the actual but, number but, of them are less. N- yes and no. At, at, you're actually, no. Am I wrong? Yeah. The upper, the, <laughs> so the East Coast, which has smaller states, like fit, geographically smaller states. Yep. I don't know what the split is, but it's a pretty even split. And what really frustrates me about this blue-red thing, if you go look, maybe, you know, Google's only showing like the swing states on their main screen. Mm-hmm. But the numbers aren't that far apart. They're not. They're yeah, they're really of thousands not. apart. It's, but at the same time, if it's one one candidate has a thousand more votes than the other, you know, within the rule of average or the accepted deviation, yeah, then the whole state goes red. So Texas, let's talk about Texas. It's yeah, we all thought, and it's fair. There, there's a bigger point about the Democrats over assuming that minorities were going to vote for them. But Texas is 5.1 million versus 5.8 million. Yeah. So, and again, that's a six point spread, but a a difference of 700,000. But that's like in the mass numbers of a population of 300 million, that's a pretty thin margin. Yeah. Maybe it's not. And that's that's something that's always frustrating about our politics, why the Electoral College has always felt so dumb. It's like, it's really, it's closer. And maybe you need winner take all states to kind of ease out those those small differences but the map isn't all of texas isn't red half of texas is blue based on these numbers yeah you're so right what's scary though is when i look at the other ones that are blue of the swing states the differences are smaller like literally wisconsin wisconsin is twenty one thousand people of a difference yeah right so that's I mean, that's like almost nobody. 
<laughs> not that yeah. those 21,000 people don't matter, but it's like, that's not, you're right in the grand scheme. But do those 21,000 large... people matter more than all the people that voted? You right. know, it's, and again, depends what numbers you're looking at. If the two states that are leaning blue right now, Michigan with 99% reporting Nevada, I'm sorry, I feel like Wolf Blitzer now, but like if Biden gets the two states, Nevada and Michigan, he will get the 22 votes that he needs for this yep. to be done. But yep. again, that's what the AP is saying. That's not what CNN is saying. So it's just like, and all of the, I'm going to say it, motherfuckery that the other guy is saying, <laughs> like, this ain't going to end for a week, Sharon. I know I yeah. know it was ambitious to say on Wednesday we could record our post-election results episode, but it's like, yeah. it's, we're not going to know for- We're not going to know. Gonna be, Maybe, maybe I'm wrong, like, but I think it's going to be contested. Well, I think we have another episode. In we do. I think we do too. But I am, I'm glad. No, I'm not glad. I actually, I was going to try to be optimistic, but I, I don't know. I'm not feeling optimistic. I'm not feeling optimistic and it's a little so, scary. What do you, what do you do then? I don't know. I feel a little, I feel a little like helpless. I, I feel like, you know, I voted you voted. All Our the states good people, went blue. Yeah. Our states went blue. All the good people I know voted. And and yet there's a whole lot of other people out there that we don't know personally, or maybe we do know them personally, that voted differently. And that's what's happening. <laughs> I'm, what do we say? Yeah, I'm, I'm scared. I, I'm scared. I'm, I'm, I'm not scared that something bad's going to happen tomorrow. I'm not scared about civil unrest, maybe, I guess. But I'm scared that I don't know my country. Yeah. I just like, I kind of know my community, I guess. Mm-hmm. But I just, and I'm, you know, your kids are black. Mm-hmm. I have a daughter. And yeah. what does, if this guy stays in office, and never mind him and the idiocracy but like the things he's going to rubber stamp and let happen, just what does that mean for our kids? I, I'm, I'll be fine. You know, we have my money. You know, I said this sounds terrible, but yeah, you know, I have skills. I can, I can get my cool white collar virtual consulting ad tech startup blah 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 money. But my nephew's black, and things aren't. I don't know. I'm just, I, I, yeah. Well, we've got. I mean. Maybe at the end of tonight or tomorrow, we will get Michigan and Nevada to turn blue, and then, yeah. and then everything will be great. No, it won't, because <laughs> half of America didn't want this, Sharon. Half of America didn't want it, and so sure. And, and I was telling someone else, even when we thought it might be like a landslide, cautiously optimistic. I was like, I'm not gonna let go of my breath until inauguration day. <laughs> like why? Well, why? Yeah, like what do you think is the like? Yeah, what do you think might happen? I'm contest, contest, recount, Supreme Court, literally decrying things for so encouraging civil unrest, saying stuff wow. like "stand by, don't stand down." Like you wow. saw the stuff that happened in Texas with yeah, like, yeah, it just like there were riots in L.A. last night. Riots. Really? And LA turned, and California turned blue. Yeah, there's just, there's a lot. There's just, we are, we are a divided nation at this moment. And it's just never, it was never this clear to me 
until this moment. Yeah. So what's um? We need <laughs> we needed to end on a positive note. No, we don't. Well, I, I was going there, but what it? So what can you do about it? What are you, or, or maybe not like, how do you, better question. How do you stay positive then? How can we stay positive? I don't really know how to answer that today. You know, I think, I think I typically would might like my immediate is like, well, we, we, we need to just keep, keep going and keep being there for each other. And, and just not stop inspiring others or teaching our children or, you know, paving a way for the future. Like those are all my automatic things. And yet I'm sitting here today and I can't say those things and really mean them in any way. I don't know. I really don't know. Did you ever see the movie, The Martian with Matt Damon? No. (laughs) Okay. What happens in The Martian? Yeah. So I'm not going to tell you what happens in The Martian. I'm not going to tell our audience what happens. I'm going to say, if you need a nice little escape, Go watch The Martian. Great movie from a few years ago. 91% on Rotten Tomatoes. I'm going to read you a quote from the end of the movie, though. It's the main character. And someone asked, how'd you do it? (laughs) That almost spoils the movie, too. But someone asked him, how'd you do it? And here's what he said. At some point, everything's going to go south on you, and you're going to say, this is it. This is how I end. Now, you can either accept that, or you can get to work. That's all it is. You just begin. You do the math. You solve one problem. And you solve the next one and then the next. And if you solve enough problems, you get to come home. Yeah. I like that. Can I add to that? Please. I saw a really funny TikTok meme yesterday of dogs <laughs> dressed as pandas. Okay. And it was really funny. And it like literally, it made me feel better. So that and funny dog memes. <laughs> I think that's the prescription for us right now. All right. Well, I will take that prescription to the pharmacy and hang in there, everyone. We'll, we'll see you in a couple we'll of days. We'll talk very soon. And that's our show. Like what you heard? Please subscribe, leave a review, and a five-star rating on your favorite podcasting platform. Now more than ever, people need to be hearing these stories. Please share our show with a friend or three. Want to learn more or got something to share? Visit modmypod.com or email us. Hi, mom, at modmypod.com. You can also follow us on Instagram and Twitter at modminpod. We'd love to hear from you. Now, here's a preview of our next episode. That's it for now. I've been Raman Segel. And I'm still Sharon Lee Tony. Remember, we're all modern minorities out there. We'll talk to you soon. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. 
From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.